Welcome to Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show, home of the premier guides and capmel.com. There's lots of good eating fish out there. You don't have to be snacking down on carp anymore. Captain Jason Prieto, Neil Taylor, and Danny Guarino give you the latest fishing forecast to keep you dialed in on the fish. First of all, it shouldn't smell like fish. So get ready for an hour of learning, laughs, and a little bit of cutting up. You chose as your topic fish. Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show starts now. Now. This segment brought to you by Grizzly Coolers, coolers that are made to last a lifetime. For more information on Grizzly Coolers, check out their website at grizzlycoolers.com or visit a retailer near you. And welcome another week. Fishing Talk Radio, Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show on Sports Talk 1040 of the team. I'm Neil Taylor. Special guest this week, a Mr. Eric Bachnick of Miralure. Hey Neil, thanks for having me in the studio here today. We're glad to have you, Eric. We're gonna we're gonna talk a little current events and fishing. We're gonna talk about the Mirror Lure product. And uh, Eric, have you been fishing le- recently? What's I, going on? I out have. There? I've I've been out a couple times. Uh, this past Saturday, we went to uh, Lake Tarpon and uh, did the crappie thing. We managed to catch some nice crappie up there. Not a whole bunch, but definitely enough for a for a nice crappie dinner. And then uh, on the, the the next day, we went and did a little saltwater fishing. Caught a few speckled trout. They're starting to show up more. Uh, still small in size, but uh, I think it's going to break loose here pretty soon. I would agree. And uh, hitting an early spring pattern at the end of a fishing trip, I had a tip from a client. And he said, Neil, I caught, I caught some really big mackerel. And he told me it was a place where I was going to be taking the client so we finished up. This guy caught over 250 trout, wow. none of them very big, but he just had a great outing, great action. I said, he was ready to go in. And I go, when you get up here to this corner, go ahead and make a cast. So he made a cast, I made a cast, and both rods doubled over. So for half an hour, he caught one Spanish mackerel after another. Oh, that's fantastic. That's a good eating fish, too. It really is. Yeah, so that's... uh. I went back, I had an off day, and I took along uh, Kumpa. A lot of people know Kumpa, the artist, and I talked him into skipping work. So Kumpa and I went down there and caught these mackerel and iced them down, and we got four fish under a two-person limit, which the size of these fish was more fish than we needed. Wow. So big batch of fish spread and still a bunch of fish I sent with him. Because he'll do different stuff with it. But. Typically, when those mackerel show up, it's it's a sign that the waters are warming up and there's more bait fish around. So it's a good indication that uh, maybe spring's around the corner. We're at the tail end of February, so it's it's getting there. It's about that time. So Eric, let's let's find out what is new at Miralure. I know you have a couple of baits out that I haven't even seen yet. Well, we just uh, we had a we, under the Paul Brown lineup. Uh, we've got a brand new one called Soft Dog. This is a uh, about a three-inch surface walker, but what makes this bait unique is it's made of soft plastic. Um, it it sits a little lower in the water, so our hookup ratio uh, under our through our testing, uh, we find that the, there's a better hookup ratio using this this soft plastic. I think the fish hold on to it a little bit longer, and when they miss it, they'll come back readily strike it again. So we've had some really good. Caught a lot of good fish on this product, and we just started shipping that. Um, then we also have a little uh, a little surface popper. We were asked for many years. We had the the Papa Dog, but everybody wanted a little smaller one, you know, right. a three inch size to replicate a a, a, a mullet. So we, we came out with that, and uh, that's really a nice bait because you can pop it. So that's got the hollow nose like a popper. It, it does, and mm-hmm. it's unique because you can use it as a popper, or it walks the dog. 
So it's like a, a dual action bait, if you will. That's yeah, excellent. Um, Eric's Lures, um, he's a sponsor of my business, Strike 3 Kayak Fishing, and I'm a big Top Dog Junior guy and a big Top Pup guy. Um, a lot of your subsurface lures, my clients use a lot of them, and uh, usually when I'm using your stuff, it's a topwater lure. Yeah, I tell you, nothing beats a topwater strike, and I'm looking forward. I really enjoy fishing topwaters when that water temperature elevates to around 65, 66. I'll start throwing them, but right around 70, I find, is the some of our best results come when that water. What also about that corresponds with that is uh, the mullet spawns a couple months over now, so the baby mullet out there are growing and growing and growing, and at the same time the water temperature gets there, the mullet get to a size that resemble the same size as the topwater lure. Mm-hmm. And a mullet is our bait fish that's more likely to be swimming on top than the other bait fish that are more in the water column. Yep, yep. that's true. That's the way I look at the topwater fishing. So I just booked two of my topwater adventures, um, people that are really looking to just get out there and work topwater lures and uh, – it's a shorter trip I offer because I tell people if you throw your topwater lure all day, you're going to need to ice your arm down. <laughs> you're right about that. <laughs> so we're looking forward to that. Um, Eric, anything else going on at Mirror Lure that you well, want to talk uh, about? Yeah, I tell you, we recently acquired a, a, another soft uh, a product line um, called Tidal Surge Lures. This uh, product is very similar to the Paul Brown. It has an internal wire harness and... Uh, it's, it's made of soft plastic. Uh, we've got some with, with one hook, and we've got the Crazy Croaker that looks like a small little shad. So we're starting to advertise that bait. We've got it under our product line, and, and we're manufacturing it now. And it, they're really good baits. So we're, we're looking forward to, uh, to to getting those out to the retail stores around here and uh, in selling some Tidal Surge under under the LNS uh, product line. So LNS Baits is the company. Mira Lures, what most people know them by. Eric, how many states do you have mirror lures in around the country? Well, I like to look at it. We're coastal. You know, my grandfather started the company back in Kankakee, Mm -hmm. Illinois, in the freshwater market, moved here in the late 50s, started working in the the shipyards there at Tampa and started designing saltwater lures. So we went from a freshwater lure dominant company to now saltwater. So to answer your question, Neil, I like to look at the mirror lure is popular from the Chesapeake, all the way down to through Florida, back around the Gulf Coast states to Brownsville, Texas. That's our mainstay. Right. 100 miles from the coast, basically, you'll find mirror lures and any, anything inland from that. You know, we're you're not going to find yeah. too many of our products. And so you pretty well have it covered all the zones that have saltwater fishing. Yes, and, and we're very fortunate because, you know, that's the southeast and, you know, our selling season and people can fish longer in the southeast so i'm really happy with our market you know we don't have those harsh winters and look at us we get a nice weekend like like this past weekend and let's all go fishing yeah so buying lures excellent yeah it's a it's a great product and that's pretty much the answer i expected to hear do the pacific side does california oregon washington do they use any mirror lures not over there? too many there's uh we've got one trolling lure the 111 mr which is a deep diver trolling lure that they use down in mexico there's some uh boats that take pongas and uh, take anglers down and they troll with pongas and they use a lot of our lipped deep divers there but right it's still a very minuscule market Sure. Now we also have a product line called Island Lures, and Island Lures is a is is an iconic offshore uh, trolling lure, 
and uh, we sell 64 different countries that product and uh we've got a new wahoo type they call them wahoo bombs a big heavy you know large wahoo lure that right. we just introduced and that's going well oh wahoo that's um, a fun fish i tell you neil uh, it's it's remarkable uh, i didn't realize this but up in jacksonville this time of year right now like on the full moons and the dark of the moons they catch some huge fish up there they weighed one last Sunday that was 95 pounds, Good and God. they have a tournament up there, and it's amazing how many 60, 70, 80-pound wahoo they catch out of Jacksonville. I think the wahoo is the fastest fish in our oceans. Mm-hmm. That's what I've heard. It's, I've, I've read the same thing. And it's mm-hmm. one of the best eating fish there Boy, is, it's, too. It's great. It's fantastic. I've never caught one myself. We made a trip up to North Carolina last year, and we got blown out, but... Uh, it's on my bucket list. I, we I've caught a few of them. I caught. I have not caught a wahoo locally. I caught probably half a dozen wahoo in my lifetime, and all of them were out of Panama City Beach. I see. Yeah. On the offshore trips we took. Charter you got to catch one out of your kayak. Is what you got to do, Neil. <laughs> I don't really want to paddle that far. <laughs> but yeah, we've got Eric from Miralure. We've got a, a full show for you here. So. Remember, our uh, our uh, show website is capmel.com, a new um, upgrade done to the site. You need to visit that site. The homepage is just streaming with all the content, um, with all the different article sections we have in the site. So visit our site. Um, pay attention to our advertisers. We're coming up on our first break here in a couple minutes. Um, we have great show support from our advertisers, so we would like to thank them for continuing to do that year to year. Eric, when we get back, we're going to have the tides and the weather. Um, the next segment after that's the Come On Man segment, the Captain's Tip of the Week in segment four. Um, we're going to keep talking some fishing stuff, and we're going to we're going to continue to talk about mirror lures, which uh, is a product that I can guarantee you a lot of our listeners out there own it and use it. And uh, so I'm going to pick your brain a little and have you give some hints on how people can be more effective in using your products on the water. Sounds good, Neil. So what we'll do, we're going to take this break, and we're going to be right back with segment two, the tides and the weather. Um, Gosh, I sure hope that our weather is turning into spring. Um, Finishing up a little cold stretch here, and uh, after that, I hope the cold fronts are fewer and far between. But... uh, Anyway, we will take our first break, and when we get back, we're going to have more with Eric Bachnick. So check out these ads from our sponsors, and we'll be back with segment two. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Canyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities. They have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you would like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. Introducing Finn, the world's first situational spectra fiber fishing line with four different braids to choose from. Wind tamer for windy conditions and put an end to wind knots. Shock absorbing for more stretch on those big bites. 
original PRT for overall power and performance, and the new Extra Smooth, the strongest, smoothest braid in the market. Get the world's first situational Spectra braid, Fins. The Tides and Weather are brought to you by Werner Paddle. For decades, Werner Paddles have been handcrafted in the USA, making great paddles for kayak anglers. If you're looking for a new paddle, look to Werner and try one today, because a great fishing paddle is a great paddling paddle. Go to WernerPaddles.com to locate a dealer near you. And we're back, segment two of the show. Mr. Eric Bachnick. Um, Eric with Miralure, I, I kind of touched on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you give some input for our listeners out there that use mirror lures and your extensive knowledge with testing the lures and talking to people that use the lures. Um, certainly, you're only as good as how you know how to use your equipment. So, what are some errors people make, and what are some tips you can give that will make people better at using your products to catch okay. fish? I find that a lot of anglers overwork the baits. They try to work them too fast. Um, and that is, you, you don't need to use a herky-jerky or very rapid retrieve just because you're using an artificial lure. Sometimes, especially if the water conditions are, are a little cooler, slower is better. And, uh, you know, I, I just recommend a, a, a twitch-pause technique rather than a ripping technique through the water is, is, is a good way to fish most artificials. Um, also I'm not, uh, I tie a lot of my lures directly. I, I'm not a big fan of loop knots because a lot of anglers don't tie the right size loop knot and the lure will foul more readily. So I like to direct tie, um, most of the mirror lures. There are a few exceptions. Um, and, and another tip to be, uh, successful in fishing is pay attention to where you're fishing. You know, don't try to lock into one specific spot, you know, I fish. This is my favorite spot because, as you well know, Neil, tides dictate everything. Fish move, and and understanding where fish are, and 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 consistently patterning fish, that's how you gain success and confidence using artificial lures. Is be in a target-rich environment. Good tips. Very good tips. Um, the tides and the weather segment. Uh... Got through another cold front, cooled it down a little bit. Now we're back on the upswing. So the weather, we'll see what the weather's going to be. I'm not even going to give a prediction. Um, hoping that we have enough days with lighter winds where I'm not going to have trouble getting my charters out because I'm getting to the time of year where I'm busier and I'm, I'm going to be out there a lot. Um, the tides, the tides are going to get better later in a week. Uh, past the full moon a few days, there's nothing all that exceptional with the tides right now. The end of the week, we start getting closer to the new moon. It's going to be some of the best fishing of the month. So that's the tides and the weather part. Um, Eric, what is your favorite mirror lure to throw? What do you What do you like? I'm to throw asked the that best? question a lot, and it's so hard to choose one. <laughs> On the hard bait side, it's the Miradine. I mean, it's the classic or bestseller. Very user friendly. Uh, you can fish the shallows with it. Um, so Miradine would probably be my favorite because you can fish it basically 12 months of the year. Soft plastic, it would be the Little John. I just have had so much success with that. It yeah, doesn't look like bait. a great bait. It looks like a, a little tube with a, with a with a small little tippy tail. It has good durability, but too. It, it, but that's it is a, good a durable bait. bait, and with a twitching technique, that thing is so erratic, it seems to really get those uh, 
those strikes. Um, so those would be the two of my favorite. But I also like the top water, you know, and, and uh, my daughter Shelby and I will sometimes just go out and say, hey, let's just throw top waters for the first three hours. And like you said, you know, it'll wear you out throwing those surface walkers. But just seeing a, you know, a 22, 23, 24 inch trout come up and hit that bait and whether you hook it or not, it just gets it just gets your heart pumping. Well, the volume of those baits, too. Uh, you throw a top water, you know, say versus the standard size Miradine you're more likely to catch a much bigger fish on that bulkier topwater. You you will encounter some of the smaller fish on the Miradine. So I predicted this. Every year, Eric is the sponsor of the Captain Mel Classic, which is May 24th this year. He will be supplying another lure again this year. Is that a little later, Neil? The, uh, yeah, the, we've the had tournament? it in April almost yeah. every year. And uh, the only real casualty by having it in May... And we had a date in April we were looking at, too. The only real casualty so far, the University of Alabama guys that fished in our fly fishing division, that's finals week. Wow. Well, they're <laughs> not going to be able to make it. Huh? I didn't think of, or I might have leaned harder toward the April I date. But, uh, well, May's a great time of year to have it. The weather's very predictable there, and uh, it's, it's a super month to fish. It is. The tide's good that day. The, the date we had in April, it was around the 20th somewhere, and that was a good tide. Um came down to it when you're organizing a tournament and you have host sites and get input from people and who's going to be able to fish on different dates the may date just worked better that's true and then you run into so many kingfish tournaments in april i'm sure you ran into some of that stuff too so that's great looking forward to that tournament yeah hopefully we can have eric come out and uh take part on tournament day because it's it's a fun outing um fat cat tavern is our host site and uh tremendous food terrific uh, burgers oh yeah. my goodness great place great place to hang out for a few hours um we will have the same format where we do the awards party and uh give all our prizes and payouts to our winners and then the raffle the amount of sponsor support i get the raffle is going to be even bigger this year that's i may have great. to start it during the awards to oh, get rid of fantastic. all this stuff because uh well, I, what I like about your tournament, Neil, is is it's uh, I get the feedback. You know what the winning fish were caught, and that's yeah. and so many other tournaments. I never know whether you know the lures that that we donated to the anglers are being used, or whether any of the winning fish were caught on them. And you've always provided great feedback, and we appreciate that. Yeah, I search it out, and uh, the event's a fun one. Um, if you've never taken part and uh, you want to have fun fishing a tournament and some people are afraid of tournaments. Uh, it's more of a fundament, right? Yeah, I mean, it it's not as a competitive, you know. So I made it, the way I structured it, um, year one of the tournament, when I had my committee and talking about things, as the guy directing the tournament, my input sometimes won out over <laughs> other people's. But uh, the very first one I had was, uh, it's all amateur. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm ineligible to fish in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. And uh that was one of the things talking to Mel. Mel would have stuff going on with his website members, and professional people would come in and win all the prizes. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't do it because yeah. I simply, my ego wasn't that strong where I, I had to go out and beat all the local guys. Right. But uh, I made it easy. If uh, if you make your guy, if you make your living as a guide, you're ineligible to mm-hmm. win it. You can fish in my tournament, but you're ineligible to win anything. Right, right. Uh, it's all lure. So you're not going up against people who are netting greenbacks and throwing shrimp. Uh, so five divisions, same five divisions we've had for years now. There's a fly division, which is separate, an open division, a no-motor division, a ladies' division, and a junior division. So 
there's a place for everyone. Um, what is Junior Neal? Is that considered uh, f- 15, 15 and under? 15 and under. under. Okay. Yeah. Good. And uh, the ladies' division's grown. The junior division's grown. Um, we would like to see even more people every time in those divisions. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the no-motor division's the biggest. Uh, grand prize in the no-motor division's a new kayak. Um, there's cash payouts for the biggest fish in every division. First and second place at least. Third place in the bigger divisions, a, a mix of cash and prizes. What are the boundaries, Neil? Are there any northern or southern we have, boundaries? We have kept it the same as we've had it the last three years, four years. First two years, it was Pinellas County. Mm-hmm. Um, we opened it up to Hillsborough and Pinellas County three years ago. So I had some people that were just whined about it. I want to be able to fish Manatee County and said, No. <laughs> we kept it confined, just like we wanted the lures to be confined. If you're going to be using a topwater lure, it has to be a mirror lure. Mirror lures donating for this tournament. Um, the 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 benefit um, for Eric being a, a sponsor of this tournament, people can use other le- mirror lures they already have or they can go buy more. Uh, 12 Fathom is a soft plastic bait sponsor for the company, so you can't use mirror lures soft plastic baits. Mm-hmm. You have to use 12 fathoms, but every mirror lure is eligible, um, except the except for the uh, Paul Browns. Yeah, we we voted soft. on that. We said that that was soft plastic. We may change that next year and just for interest, let the Paul Brown be in because it's not truly a soft plastic bait. Yeah. Um, in general, that's the format of the tournament. We have a good time. So and some terrific fish caught during that tournament. Yeah, always. and we have had. On some tough fishing conditions, people have really put up some good numbers. Mm. It's been fun to watch that. Um, last year, the guy who just dominated the tournament was a guy I took fishing two weeks before that. Wow. Brand new to kayak fishing. You he, must have showed him some pretty good spots, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> he did go where, where I showed him. He fished it a little differently. And uh, what's funny was he only caught two fish. But he caught the right ones. He caught the biggest redfish of the tournament. He caught the biggest trout of the tournament. He paid the $10 buy-in to compete against all divisions. So he won first place in his division, trout. First place in his division, redfish. The grand prize in every division is the longest combined inches. Wow. He won that, obviously. He won the longest redfish, the longest trout, the longest combined inches in the overall pool. Wow. It would be impossible for anyone to put up a bigger number than what Ruben did last year. Wow, wow. So, I bet he's excited to fish it again. He is. He is. And he's been working at it because he was still pretty new to it. And that's what was fun about it. A guy that's new to new to fishing in mm-hmm. general uh, won $4,000 worth of stuff in wow. one outing. Wow. So That's a pay dirt there. Oh, yeah. Well, we're going to take our second break here when we get back. More with Eric Bachnick. So we will catch you right after these messages.
designed by professional guides with four characteristics that all high-end fishing rods have. Durability, sensitivity, stability, and value. Built to use under all fishing conditions that every angler faces, there is no rod that covers more of your fishing needs. Ohiro Series Rods include gold, platinum, signature, specialty kayak, and tournament rods. A rod for every angler. Whether you're a recreational angler, guide, or tournament professional, they have a rod that will be as versatile as your fishing conditions. Find Ohiro Rods at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or www.justforfishing.com. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. Precision Tackle manufactures the best performance floats on the market today. The Cajun Thunder, Back Bay, and Blue Water Thunder all offer quality floats that is the industry's first weighted surface disturbance corks with a noise-attracting click. No gimmicks, just a quality float that delivers trip after trip. Take it from me, Captain Jason Prieto. These floats will put more fish on the boat. From the original Cajun Thunder to the all-new Back Bay Thunder, you will catch more fish. You can pick one up at Tampa Fishing Outfitters or other retailers near you. Captain Jason Prieto here, and if you're in the market for a new boat, I can't think of a better choice than Canyon Bay Boats. From their 2470 with its huge front deck to the popular 2400 with its full transom and offshore capabilities, they have the perfect boat for you. Each boat is custom built to fit your fishing style, and they have an option list that will make any angler glad they chose Canyon Bay. If you'd like more information on Canyon Bay, check out their website at www.canyonbayboats.com or just give them a call for a sea trial at 727-639-7584. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPool products to keep your PowerPool in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. Ohira Braided Line is the only gel-spun fiber line that comes in four colors, including our multicolor braid, which changes every 10 yards for trolling and deep dropping. Ohira Braided Line is not only the thinnest line in the fishing industry, but also ranks as the highest in abrasion resistance, using the highest and latest technology. Ohira Braid will cast further and last longer. It comes in many spool sizes from 150 yards to bulk size. Very importantly, with great prices. You can find Ohira Braided Line at many of your favorite tackle shops, Tampa Fishing Outfit, or online at justforfishing.com. And now it's time for the Come On Man! Sponsored by Foy's Tire Service. If you need to get some new tires on your truck, car, or even your boat, just give Foy's Tire Service a call at 813-241-4017. Segment three of the show back. I'm Neil Taylor with Strike 3 Kayak Fishing and CapMel.com. Um, Eric Bachnick, always good to see Eric. Um, we need to have you in more often. That's we, right. We have you in, oh, it was probably a year and a half ago uh-huh. last time we yep. had you in, but uh, Eric knows a lot about fishing. Eric knows a lot about the industry, so uh, you know we definitely enjoy his time in here and getting his expertise. Um, 
Eric, have you seen anything ridiculous? The come on man segments where we just complain <laughs> about something we see where it's Oh boy. I see a lot of that. I don't tell you. I, I probably the drivers around town right now, but mm-hmm. uh, out on the water, let me see here. Oh, I was fishing. We were fishing a, an edge, and, and we were we were trolling motoring down an edge and everything. And I mean, it's one of these summertime. De- I mean, th- I'm sorry, wintertime lows. I mean, it was low water, and I saw two guys in this ten foot dinghy with a small little outboard. The boat would actually plane. They basically hit the sandbar, and and they they hit the sandbar, and not, they didn't turn back around where they came from, where it was deep water. They continued to try to cross the sandbar in that dinghy. And, I mean, just was were blowing mud everywhere. So they finally got off the sandbar, and they kept coming our way because they saw a boat, and that boat had to be in deep water, came over to us and just idled right by us while we were catching fish. And fortunately, we were catching small trout. It didn't seem to bother them much, but it was one of those look over and say, you know, are you for real? I mean, you know, come on, man. <laughs> Mine was the same. We had, uh, you know, went out to catch all those mackerel and, this other boat came in there. It was a weekday. There weren't that many people out there, but uh, these guys—they anchored up about—they they anchored up a good fifty yards away from us, but they started throwing these big pyramid sinkers. So, <laughs> and that's a little unnerving to me to hear a pyramid sinker hitting about ten yards away from yeah. where I'm fishing. Gosh. So, anyway, it was—it was one of those ones where we just moved a little further away and we kept catching our fish and we uh-huh. didn't let it bother us. But. Yeah. Do you see Neil? I mean. Um, uh, as as a, someone that's in kayaks all the time, you're not regarded as another boater at times by other folks, or are you? I mean, it's it's you know you have just as much right as somebody with a 22 foot bay boat loaded up, and it just seems like you guys get pushed around and people run over you and 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 blow over you all the time with the outboard. Do you, do you a majority see that a of the lot? time, it's not so bad. Um, a majority of the interaction I have out there, people are pretty cordial and they stay their distance. Good. Um, there's lots of areas I go, and you get what you get based on where you go. If if you if you're in a kayak or a boat, and you anchor out at, up at the mouth of a creek, you have to expect other people are going to come by you. It's the only way in and out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, if it's other kayaks and other kayaks are trying to be respectful, I say come on through, and I'll tell them which way to go. If we're fishing in one spot, mm-hmm. go I'll say just go ahead and pass behind us. Yeah. In general, which is a good rule, you see someone fishing, you move up there, and you know little communication goes a long way. Hey, I, I was going to go by which way do you want me to go? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, but for the most part, um, not too bad. I don't ever feel like anyone's bullying me I out of spots. If you're set up, uh, you know, fishing a, a bowl or some, some potholes area that, that that's a little bit deeper, you know, how, how far is too close? Someone that you don't know coming in at you, they want to fish the same area. They know there's fish. They know you're on fish. What is your rule of thumb as to how close you get to somebody, whether you're in a kayak or a, or a regular boat? My personal rule rule of thumb is if we can land a cast in the same area of water, you got too close. I see. Okay. So if someone's making casts and they're not getting anywhere close to where I can make a cast, they've stayed far enough away. Okay. So the guy's chucking pyramid sinkers. Yeah, they got a little little too close, little but tight. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't that big a deal. I just told Koompa, I go pick up your anchor and move thirty yards further over. There'll still be fish there. So. I grew I grew up fishing these waters, Neil, and and uh, you know back thirty, thirty five, forty years ago, if you saw someone that was set up on a point, you know, obviously a very good you know uh, area to fish, 
you just didn't go in there, you know, and you don't see that common courtesy anymore. You see a boat and then another boat and then another boat. Sometimes there'll be raft of nine to 10 boats, you know, trying to fish one school of redfish. And that is not healthy for that school of redfish, in no. my opinion. And it's, you know, it's funny. It was, uh, I'd lived here quite a few years and I started meeting more of the fishing people. And we're talking and comparing notes and they're like, well, we fish a lot of the same areas. How come it? Is, how come it is I've never met you before? And I said, "Well, that's easy." I said, "If you're there, I go the other way." Mm-hmm. That's why I've never met any of you because mm-hmm. uh, that's the way my dad raised me. Don't crowd those people. Yeah. And uh, quite honestly, the way I want to fish, if there's someone there, I want to get as far away from them as I can. Yeah. I'll yeah. go find go, fish go somewhere find, else. Go find another hole that you. I would rather not be area. next to where someone is, yeah. Yeah. no matter how good that location is. True. So, Eric, uh, what do you have coming up? Do you got some fishing plans? Well, you know, we we love the spring. Yeah, spring is a great time to fish. Looking forward to fishing some top waters. Um, you know, I've got quite a few shows coming up. Um, maybe do some TV. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I just look forward to the spring. is one of my favorite times to fish. We've got a diversity of fish. I love the, the king mackerel fish. You know, that's mainly a live bait fishery, but... I like to go catch those big, big kingfish, uh, Spanish mackerel, like what you got into. I love that. And then, uh, oh, that's going to be fun. And then the top waters, you the know, the next two months, just to me, Spanish mackerel. Oh, you know, the other thing that was cool. We didn't have anything to feed them while well, we're catching these mackerel. There was a school of sheep's head that was hanging out underneath us. Uh-huh. It's about 10 feet deep. Mm-hmm. The smallest sheep's head was probably 13 inches. Wow. But there was like a thousand of them. Some of them were huge. Wow, what a great what a great fish to eat and right now they're they're spawning on a lot of our artificial yeah. reefs and in in the bay near some of the ships channel and you get yourself some shrimp and it's a fantastic fishery. But when that water starts warming up, the the pinfish will be around and they'll start eating uh, eating oh, all I'm your shrimp looking, off. Not so. looking forward to that. Yeah. These these couple months here are among my favorite because my plastic lures get destroyed. <laughs> 10 months of the year yeah and so you got a two-month break where they're offshore and uh i, I don't go through as many places in the lures, puffer but. puffer fish up there in north county i was talking to some people at south county we don't got as have as many puffer fish as you do in north county but man those puffers can sure eat some soft yeah plastics. they're south shore of tampa bay they're bad too that yeah. may be where they're the worst mm-hmm. but uh you just do, deal with it. And uh, Eric is a, a guy who owns a, a bait company. He loves the That's puffer right. fish. That's right. We grow plenty. Fish. Mark Nichols and I, we let them loose. <laughs> but uh, no. you just deal with it. And, you know, plastic lures are cheap. And you're in them really bad. Um, switch to a Miradine. Yeah, they can't chew that up. My favorite one, the Miro Minnow. Yep. Um, yeah. I've said this for years around Eric. Uh, subsurface bait, I choose the Miro Minnow of the Miradine. I've probably caught 2,000 fish on the Miro Minnow. I bet I've only caught about five fish on a Miro Yeah, You're going to go back to that confidence bait. And yeah. That's for you. It's the Minnow. But, uh, yeah, that's a great thing. I had a guy uh, approach me the other day. He says, I, you know, I love your Paul Brown lures, but these puffer fish are just destroying them. I and it's just a $9, $10 retail on the yeah. Paul Brown. And, yeah. and I see their point on it. But this guy showed me it had four big notches from that that puffer and uh, he still was catching these redfish on it. Now, that, I was going to uh, say that that bait with some chunks out of it may make it even better. Could be, could be. Yeah. He certainly was catching fish on them. But uh, anyways, and again, we got Eric Bachtick from Mira Lure here, and uh, he's a sponsor of the Captain Mel Classic. He's a sponsor of mine. Uh, Eric is 
Eric's one of the most respected guys in the fishing community. And uh, when there's things going on, there's certain people I always want to hear their opinion on it, and Eric is one of them. So we're pleased to have Eric part of our show here tonight. So, Eric, we got about another minute and a half for the next break. Um, working a topwater lure, um, you, you mentioned people overworking it. I'll, I'll set you up for this when we come back from the break. Uh, I'm going to have you talk about uh, using the rod tip, cranking speed with mm-hmm. working the lure. Okay. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make this the captain's tip of the week. We're gonna have you talk about controlling that lure and how to eliminate uh, overworking it, and okay. things to think about with uh, using the reel, using the rod tip, and because uh, I know a lot of our listeners, they just they really love the topwater lures, and some of them would benefit from the tips. So we will come back from our last break here, and uh, we're gonna throw it at Eric as the, the captain's tip of the week on. Uh, lure management and working topwater lures so we're going to take our final break when we come back we're going to finish up the show for you and we hope you're having a great weekend we'll be right back after these messages This is Captain Danny Garino. One of the questions asked of a live bait fishing guide is what should I use to chum up live bait? The answer is Perina 45, and Smelt Feed and Pet Supply carries it. It's cheaper and better than making it yourself. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply is conveniently located in Tampa at 4116 East 7th Avenue. Just ask for the bait chum that all the fishing guides use. Smelt Feed and Pet Supply, 248-2359 or you can visit them on the web at smeltfeed.com. Fishing Supply Liquidators, where your fishing dollar goes further. Over 500,000 top brand name rods, reels, lures, and frozen bait at crazy low prices. Open seven days a week, we teach people how to catch fish and back up our sales with professional and courteous service, rod and reel repair, and support. We can custom order any fishing tackle item that we don't stock. We're located at the Oldsmar Flea Market. Come on in. Are you looking for high performance and top quality fishing gear that will hold up under the toughest of fishing conditions? Then check out the O'Hara lineup of fishing products now available at your local tackle retailer or online at O'HaraFishing.com. Choose from a wide variety of rods, reels, lines, tools, and accessories to help you get the job done next time you're reeling in the big one. O'Hara, conquering the fishing world one cast at a time. 12 Fathom Saltwater Series Lures, top quality soft plastic baits. The line of 12 Fathom Lures are designed to trick all species and are available in the most productive colors. Visit their website, 12fathom.com. Use the Lures Pros Throw, 12 Fathom Lures, and catch more fish? Make them an offer they can't refuse with 12 Fathom Lures. The old saying, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure, holds true for your vehicle's health as well as your personal health. The experienced technicians at At Home Auto Care perform a free safety inspection with any maintenance or repair service, allowing them to spot a minor problem before it turns into an expensive breakdown. All repairs are guaranteed at At Home Auto Care. At Home Auto Care, 2003 South U.S. Highway 41 in Ruskin, Florida. Call 813 645 
888-308-0339 to schedule your vehicle for an appointment today. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay. Captain Danny Garino here. DOA Lures has done it again. Captain Mark Nichols of DOA Lures has introduced his newest creation, the DOA Airhead. It will bring fish out of any hiding place. DOA Lures, the unfair advantage. Innovators, not followers. Check them out at the local tackle store or on the web at doalures.com. This is Neil Taylor with CaptainMel.com, Florida's number one fishing website founded by Captain Mel Berman. Your one stop for all your online fishing needs. C-A-P-M-E-L.com. Again, that's CaptainMel.com. Want to fish with one of the hosts of the Tampa Fishing Outfitters radio show? All you have to do is give us a call. 813-373-2610. And now it's time for the Captain's Tip of the Week. This segment brought to you by PowerPole's Shallow Water Anchors. Swift, silent, and secure. For more information, go to PowerPole.com. And here we are back, the final segment of the show. It sure goes fast, Eric. It sure does. And uh, thank you for coming on the show. Thanks for having me, for sure. I've enjoyed it. So the setup, uh, ending segment three, um, tell me mechanically to help people out working a topwater lure – what do you do with your arms? What do you do with your hands? How do you use the rod tip? Okay. Well, you know, when you say topwater lures, um, you and I think of it as a surface walker, our favorites. However, there are many type. We manufacture several different varieties of topwater plugs. Someone that's new to topwater fishing, the prop bait is one that's really easy to use because you simply just twitch it, move it three to four inches, let it rest a second, three to four inches, and those propellers sound like feeding fish, and they're really, that is the that is the first type of, or the first style of topwater that I would recommend. The next is our classic 7M. This is a topwater that when you twitch it, it dives below the water surface, then you allow it to resurface. And the 7M has been a classic. My grandfather designed it over 45 years ago, and it has caught so many redfish and snook, I, I can't even imagine. Um, so that's another top water that's very user friendly. When we get into your, yours and mine, my favorite is is the uh, is the is the surface walker. Now we've got several different classifications of surface walkers, but the surface walker is the hardest top water, really the hardest artificial in my opinion to use, because as you're gathering the line, you're having to impart action, twitching your rod tip, throwing a little bit of slack in your line to allow the lure to zigzag. Hence, walking the dog. So typically what I like to do, spinning rod or casting rod. Casting rod is good, but I'm fishing from a boat. Rod tip down. Use uh-huh. a small, slight twitching retrieve while you're cranking your line, and you'll develop that cadence to get that lure going You know, back and forth. Then you can vary your retrieval rate. Faster in the summer months, slower, you know, when the waters are, you know, mid-60s, maybe upper 60s. And uh, it's just a terrific way to fish because you're covering lots of ground and um, and you seem to catch larger fish on, you know, the larger surface walkers. Great tips and uh, a big one to note. A lot of our listeners 
fish from kayaks. So we've had Eric out to talk to our fishing club for years. And anyway, it might have it might have been a little eye opener for him. Uh, one of his first meetings out there, um, he's showing how to work lures in the pool and showing the topwater lures and. So I brought it up and I said, what if you're at the water level and in a seated position? So my input on that is uh, you can have your rod tip basically wherever you want if you're in a kayak. Um, when I have my rod tip down working topwater lures is when the wind's blowing. I see. I, I take that line out, mm-hmm. of, the, out of the wind. Mm-hmm. But the rest of the time, you can have the rod tip up, you can have it halfway up, or you can have it down. Um, when you're elevated... Fishing from a bridge, I would not recommend topwater lures no. fishing from a bridge. No. There's different ways of fishing, and from a bridge, probably not the way I would do it, but you could certainly catch a fish that way. From a boat up a little higher, um, you just learn different stuff, how you're going to have the rod tip to make that lure move right. And and also the the wind direction. You know, if you're if you're having to cast, if you can, if you can set yourself up where you're casting straight downwind, I know it's not a perfect world out there and the wind changes and such, but if you've got slack or, or a belly in your line working a topwater, it has a tendency to drag the nose of the bait down. Uh, but uh, so it's it's one of those situations if you could set yourself up where you don't have a bunch of slack in your line or, a, you know, uh, the lure, all artificial lures will work better. Mm-hmm. Eric, in your opinion, how much wind is too much wind? Will you switch oh. to... Will you wow. switch to a subsurface bait if the wind is too high? I fished. I fished surface walkers in Texas when there was a foot. There was a foot waves coming in, and mm. that that got to be. I, I I didn't think that it was too successful at that particular point, but I like a two inch, three inch, four inch chop. I, I do really too. do. You know, and and the fish seem to really they, they'll still hit the bait, and you'll still get good solid hookup ratios with it. So. But the windier the conditions, the rougher the conditions, the larger lure I like to use, like our top dog. I'd agree with that, too. And then when it gets really calm, one of those June mornings when it's slick calm, that's when I go with a very more of a finesse-style surface walker like our little mirror mullet. Go Mm -hmm. smaller there. Yep. But as you pointed out, you know, they will inhale that bait. A big redfish will suck that little mullet all the way down, and, Mm -hmm. you know, you run the risk of maybe injuring the fish with a smaller plug. But lighter wind conditions definitely go smaller. I'd agree with that. I use so many, you know, as far as this goes, uh, I use so many topwater lures. Almost every fish I hook, I hook in the lip. So Eric will tell you the the number one thing I get from him, I don't think I've gotten a new lure from you in two years. No, no, you're really good. Hey, Neil, do you need anything? No, no. no. Yeah, maybe some hooks. I think last time you didn't want lures, you just needed a few hooks. And yeah. but at, uh, at, We do have some durable products, you know, and uh, you change the hooks out and, and – you're not smashing them against bridges either. You no. know, you're casting them in open flats. So, and typically when you're using that top water, you're not in a mackerel bluefish type environment unless you get on the outer edges. And uh, and you know, mackerel, I don't catch a ton of them on the top water lures. Bluefish will hit them, but uh, throwing a top water lure to bluefish, you're less likely to use lose them. You know, if you're throwing a regular jig, mm-hmm. they'll get that whole jig in the they'll in their eat. mouth, yep. and they'll get the leader in their mouth, and they'll cut it. But I'll intentionally, if it's a bluefish. I'll I'll switch out the rods. I'll hand someone a rod that's got a topwater on it, and all my topwaters are really scuffed up because yeah. they've been hit by these bluefish. It's fun things. when you get in the bluefish and you get one on the front hook and one on the rear hook, oh my and gosh. it's uh, pretty typical to get a double header on it. Big jacks, so I should have taken pictures of it. So we lost the jacks in the freeze six years ago, 
And so a year and a half ago, finally we had big jacks back. Mm-hmm. And I had this guy from Ohio out and he hooks three of them and they're, they're 15 pounders wow. plus. So anyway, after the third one, all the hooks were bent out straight. <laughs> and he goes, you're going to give me another lure? And I said, are you getting tired? And he goes, yeah, I kind of am. And I go, just keep throwing that one. So anyway, he's in the school of jacks. And so one, one, one grabs it and swims with it. And then it pops up to the surface and he goes back, switching it, twitching it. One grabs it and swims with the ways it pops up. This guy turned, looked at me and he goes, you're brilliant. Because cause I am tired. And he goes, it is fun watching him hit it. But, oh, that's uh, fantastic, isn't it? But I should have taken a picture of that. Those hooks were destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. But I hook so so few people deep. I could probably uh, have you find me stainless hooks. If you could find me stainless and barbless, yep. then I'd probably never have to ask you for anything yeah. again because... Uh, it's amazing how how these hooks have gotten sharper and sharper. You know, you got the trocars out there now, and yeah. even these needle points. I mean, all the I remember back thirty five years ago, my father filing our tarpon hooks. You know, with a file because he wasn't happy how sharp they are. Right, gone are the days that you have a brand new treble that you've got to hit the file to it. Yeah, there's so much that's improved in in all parts of the industry, but uh, hooks for sure. Hooks are even in the last twelve years, you got. Such improvements in that technology. Yeah. In the rods and reels, we're so fortunate to be able to fish with light stuff that's that's fairly strong and, and just it really allows you to enjoy the sport. You know, I remember growing up with the Shakespeare 2062s. and <laughs> Boy, it's just yeah, every day you got that. Every time you used it, you seem you had to nurse that thing back together. The yeah. drags were horrible. And yep. the old uh, graphite rod, not graphite rods, it was fiberglass rods back then. You know, they didn't have these super sensitive, fast action rods. and right. But, uh, boy, it's, it's, it's really, really made this, the sport enjoyable. Eric, give us, uh, give us a little info on the company, your website, you know, how anyone, if, uh, say they're a dealer somewhere out there and they want to put mirror lure in the store, tell them how they get in touch with you. Yeah. Well, we're, we're easy to find here. We're, we're local. We're here in Largo. Um, you know, uh, anybody that can't find a particular plug, go to your local tackle store, the, your local retailer. Ask them to order it in for you. They, they're buying from a distributor or buying from me directly, and they can get some of these unusual lures that you may be looking for, and they're glad to do that. You know, uh, they want your business, and they'll, they'll be glad to, uh, to do that for you. We've got uh, a Facebook page, and uh, my daughter, I'm, I'm not a tech-savvy guy, but my, my 17-year-old daughter helps with that, and, uh, and so we're, we're, we're in the social media dabbling in that. We just, she just did a YouTube uh, uh, YouTube, uh, a little, uh, movie there that we shot this weekend. She just posted that. So, uh, we're around and, and we realize everybody's got a choice in fish and lures. And when you pick a mirror lure, we really appreciate it. Well, you, you've got the quality product and, uh, you're established there and there's so many companies now, but, uh, you're getting your share of the market because you've made the right lures. So, <laughs> Well, my grandfather started it, and he he really has, has given us a great foundation. We're fortunate that we have come up with some new new baits like the Miradine, the Mira Minnow, um, expanded on the Paul Brown lineup. So we've got a lot to offer. We're we're diversified. We got a lot of different products, and uh, it give anglers uh, some really good tools to catch fish. And they've got it covered. And uh, I've had my thoughts and ideas on new bait ideas, and basically. I've thrown all those ideas out because mirror lures got it covered. Um, 
I, my idea was, and I mentioned it to Eric earlier, was to go with a smaller top water and call it the runt in the dog series. <laughs> yep. But I changed my mind on that because the larger lures work just fine and you don't have fish swallow it. The, if you go with smaller bait, you get into that realm of how many fish are going to get that whole thing in their mouth. True. And that's, to me, that's more problematic than it's worth. I'd yeah. just rather throw the, the bigger lures. We've got, I'll put a, I'll, I'll let you know what's coming out here this, this coming July for ICAST. We've been working on a larger Miradine, an XXL size, my size, uh, double XL, uh, Miradine, uh, and uh, that'll be the model 37 MR, and uh, it's going to be about a little under four inches in size. We expect it to weigh in right around an ounce. Okay. Uh, to be used for your snook fishing, jacks, tarpon, um, maybe some cobia around the power plant. Um, sure. Also, uh, in Texas, you know, everything's bigger and better in Texas. Those huge trout they catch over there, you know, East Coast uh, stripers, you know, bluefish, that sort of thing. So we're going to sort of lock up that Miradine family with a little larger size. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to seeing that one. Um, we got two minutes left in the show. So, uh, Eric, we're going to make sure we have you on again, not take as long to do it, but no uh, problem. I'd love it. Absolutely. Love, love coming in here, Neil and talking fishing. We could, uh, we could bring Shelby in with you too and oh, get, she'd love get her that. on it too. It's interesting, uh, you know, bringing in a, a, a woman, uh, perspective and also someone that's, uh, that, that's seen a lot of fishing and, and, and she, it's, it's neat to see someone else's, a young person's perspective and, like you said before, women and, and, and younger children, we need more in this sport. That's absolutely it. That's it. It's mandatory that we get more people fishing. Yeah, it's my nephew's 17, and boy, we sure created a hobby for him, and uh, he's a junkie. It kept me out of a lot of trouble. My father was fortunate enough. My father uh, you know, took my twin brother and myself out fishing, and boy, it kept us from, from doing bad things. Yeah, and that's uh, you're right. We need more of that in this world. More kids fishing and get them away from their phones and their televisions. And true, once you hook them and, and and you know catch them some fish, they're they're hooked for life. And and you don't even need a boat. You can wade fish. You can oh, kayak yeah. fish. You can fish these lake ponds that are around here. Uh, they've got they're they're they're, they're teeming with with bass and and bluegill and and crappie. It's just there's a lot of good things to do. Well, that's going to wrap it up for the week. So everyone uh, enjoy our podcast. You can listen to all of our old shows on podcast. Um, we're going to be back again next week. So we will look forward to catching then. Eric, thanks for coming on. And uh, thanks for the great products that you put thanks out. Thanks for having me, Neil. You got it. Everyone have a great week of fishing. Precision Tackle offers a variety of spoons and spinner baits that are superior to any others on the market today. The Flats Intruder Wheeler Spoons are offered in 8th ounce, quarter ounce, and half ounce sizes and come in gold, silver, copper, and black. Precision Tackle also offers the Thunder Spin, Cajun Flash, and Stalker Spinner Baits. These baits are made to perform flawlessly in salt water and catch plenty of trout, redfish, flounder, and mackerel. This is Captain Jason Prieto. If you want to keep up with Danny and myself during the week to see what our latest catch is, just find us on Facebook. Search Tampa Fishing Outfitters Radio Show and hit the like button. We will keep you dialed in on what's biting on Tampa Bay.
Want to catch more fish? Try Ohiro's 100% fluorocarbon leader. It's by far the most invisible fluorocarbon on the market today, with superior abrasion resistance to meet any rugged saltwater conditions. Ohiro fluorocarbon leader is easy to tie and comes in all strengths to fit every angler's needs. Used by many tournament anglers and charter boat captains, Ohiro fluorocarbon leader should be in your tackle box. See them at www.justforfishing.com, Tampa Fishing Outfitters, or any of your major tackle shops. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and when I'm getting my engine serviced, I can't think of anywhere better than Alify Marine. Alify Marine is a full-service and warranty facility for Yamaha and Mercury outboards. They are also a dealer for all Weld and StarCraft boats that are in stock and turnkey ready. For all you do-it-yourself guys, they have all Yamalube and Mercury oils in stock. Don't forget, Alify Marine is a sales and warranty center for all PowerPool products to keep your PowerPool in good working condition. Alify Marine can meet all your service needs. Call now to schedule your next appointment. 813-671-BOAT. This is Captain Jason Prieto, and I have a new product to tell you about that puts more fish on the boat. It's called M80 Supercharged Chum with TNT Sparkle by M80 Marine Products. M80 Chum is a concentrated dry chum that is easily mixed with water and is great to use for all types of fish. From snapper and grouper on the wrecks to greenbacks on the flats, M80 Chum is always on my boat. If you're interested in purchasing some M80 Chum or would like more information on the product, just go to their website at www.m80marineproducts.com. This is kind of a great thing, and I'll tell you why. Your home for NBC Sports, the new Sports Talk 1040, the team, and SportsTalkFlorida.com.